The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome moms. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we do encourage you as a mom. We focus on your amazing value in this world because so much of the world forgets how important the job of a mother is. All right, question for the day to moms and grandmoms. Should you care about new media targeted at children that is so ugly, so explicit that many see it as a real threat to kids, to their hearts, to the way they view life, to their precious minds that you should be shaping, not Hollywood. We've just got to talk about this. New shows out there posing a threat to your children and grandchildren. New shows like Little Demon, they've got to be exposed. Today on the show, the folks from the Parents Television and Media Council, they will tell us why we need to push back on this outrageous programming when we return with the rest of Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard, aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yes, here I am. My little mom market shout out. A shout out to all the mothers who listen via podcast. So grateful for you. If you want to just tell other folks that we're on podcast, they can find us on Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google Podcasts, or wherever they find their favorite podcasts. Also, uh, our friends all across the country, our new market in Salem, Oregon. Welcome to you guys. Also, Oklahoma, Texas. Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, now also in Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, Idaho, and then right here in Denver. So grateful for our longtime listeners here in Denver. Remember to tell your friends about it. Two quick announcements before I get into the show. Number one, of course, I've got a little book out there called Mom, You're Amazing, Changing the World One Life at a Time. I gave it away to a precious mom in the airport that I noticed was working so hard with her children. Uh, mom, You're Amazing. You can find it at momyouramazing.com or find it on Amazon. 
uh, eight mothering secrets for their mothering life. And I, I really think it's a valuable cheerleading in, <laughs> instrument in your life. So I encourage you to look it up. And then secondly, um, we are expanding our prison outreach and we always need volunteers. If you're interested in volunteering with our prison outreaches that uh, reach moms in prison, we would love to have you come on board in different cities across the country. So please email us at info at channelmom.org, info at channelmom.org. All right, <clears throat> before we get to our guests, I want to say this. I'm chomping at the bit to get to this because moms have to know that your kids and their hearts and their minds are hanging in the balance because the, the kind of stuff we're about to talk about, and I'm not exaggerating here, could lead to the downfall of our culture and our children. I, I mean it. So we've got experts on the show today, the Parents Television Council, I'm sorry, the Parents Television and Media Council uh, is a nonpartisan education organization advocating responsible entertainment. The president of the organization, also known as PTC, is Tim Winter, and Melissa Henson is PTC's program director and also a mother, which is pretty important. Welcome to the show today, you guys. Hey, good morning from Los Angeles. Oh, good morning. <laughs> Where I used to live. Actually, I was just in California dropping my daughter off at college. All right, so I want to say this before we get in, because I feel pretty strongly about this, and, and then, Tim, I'll, I'll, I'll bring the first question to you. I, I've thought about these kind of things for years and never done it on the show, because I'm going to be honest. I have a, a whole lot of friends and family that, that don't see you know, life the way that I do, don't have the same kind of faith, don't see politics the way that I do. And I don't want to be that caricature that we see on Saturday Night Live of the prim and proper Christian mom that's like, oh my gosh, can you believe what's out there these days? I don't want to be that mom. I want to be somebody that that is wise and understands culture and is forgiving and loving. You know what I mean? So I don't want to be that mom. And I'm imagining the way that you go about protesting these things. You don't want to be stereotyped as uptight, evangelical, you know, um, conservative, uh, uh, uninformed folks who are who just need to catch up with the times and so I thought how do we go about this where we seem savvy where we seem um smart and and we're, we're actually talking about something that is critical to the future of our nation um so before I get into the to the actual shows we're talking about Tim do you understand my feeling here about how do we talk to this about this and not get pigeonholed as crazy people I totally understand and appreciate exactly what you just described um, the beauty of the PTC's mission, and our mission is to protect children yeah. from the graphic sex violence and profanity that is so pervasive in our entertainment media culture today. Uh, when we go about our mission, we are able to do so from a standpoint of uh, being factual, of uh, being rational, being analytical, having the weight of science behind us. Uh, when you think about um, uh, the impact of our entertainment media, uh, on, not just on children, but on all of us. I mean, it moves all of us. It can move us in a positive direction. It can move us in a negative direction. Uh, yeah. But the reality is all of us are influenced by what we see. There are over, over a thousand scientific research studies that have uh, proven and, and, and agree with what parents instinctively know to be true. And that's that uh, what a child consumes especially does impact their, their actions. It shapes their views. And it is vital to uh, to their development. Yeah, amen. And and I and I'm going to kind of divide the questions. I'm going to start with you, Tim, and then and then I'm also going to get to Melissa as a mother, and uh, and also somebody who works with PTC. But but I want to first get to this outrageous show, and I want to warn every mother who's listening, every dad who's listening, every child who's listening, children you might want to leave. I'm going to play a clip 
from this new Disney show, the one's family-friendly brand, out of control. Um, it's now available, this show, on Disney-owned FXX, FXX Cable Network. I'm not promoting it. I even hesitated to do this clip because I thought, is this just, you know, <laughs> giving them more publicity? But I thought, no, moms need to hear how outrageous this show is, how awful it is. So it's called Little Demon. Uh, it sports the, the voices of folks like Danny DeVito, his wife, Rhea Perlman, their daughter, Lucy, uh, Mel Brooks, and, and other well-known folks. And, and the premise of Little Demon, we're about to play it. This is why I'm saying, get your kids out of the room. This is the premise of Little Demon as a, a spoke in their own trailer. Hi. Hi. I'm Chrissy. Did you know that my mom had sex with Satan? My dad's the devil. And I'm the friendly neighborhood antichrist. I mean, as a Christian, I won't cry even though I cry easily. That makes me so sad because I think people can anesthetize us or remove our um, impact on culture if they can make us look ridiculous. And by calling herself the friendly neighborhood antichrist, I think of Jesus bleeding a, a bloody you know, death with a ravaged body, dying for every awful thing that's ever been said or done on this planet. And, and, and they're making fun of that. And I just think, oh my goodness, do, do they have no reverence for anything? And, and so that is Little Demon. That is something that Disney is putting out. I'm outraged. And I, I want to know what you have to say about that, Tim. Well, Disney has, uh, is hardly recognizable from the company it once was. Uh, it was built on the, brand, on the backs and on the wallets of parents. Um, it became the single most trusted family brand in the world. And when you look at the leadership of, the organiza of that organization today, uh, that corporation, um, they seem to be um, uh, running away from what made them so successful, embracing all the things that are the opposite of what made them so successful. And uh, they are doing seemingly everything they can to offend families, and they are doing absolutely nothing to embrace families. So I, I scratch my head and I, I wonder what is going on in the, uh, the corporate offices at Walt Disney, which is just down the street from where I'm sitting right now. Yeah. And, uh, and I scratch my head and I think I don't know what their decision-making process is, but they are, they are taking everything that was good about that company and its history and turning it upside down. And this is an animated show, so they can't argue for a second that it isn't meant to attract children. It's animated. It's it's got all kinds of graphics that that would would draw in kids and little kids. And so I'm going to repeat it, Melissa. And then I want your perspective as a mom. The premise of the show is that this girl's mom had. I'm so sorry for the kids. Had sex with Satan, and and Chrissy is that offspring, and she calls herself the Antichrist. Uh, tell me, Melissa, the, the scientific research, and as a mother yourself, how, how can this cavalier approach? to a topic like that affect and impact our kids as they watch a show like that? Yeah. Well, we know, you know, as Tim stated earlier, there are over a thousand scientific studies that have documented the causal relationship between what kids see in the media and the way they behave in the real world. And this is, you know, uh, in a variety of areas of life. Uh, uh, television, for example, has been described as a sexual super peer. So when kids see a lot of sexual content on TV, they tend to assume higher levels of sexual activity and experience among their peers than may exist in reality. And that, in turn, puts pressure on those kids to start acting out or behaving in a sexual way far be 
far before they're developmentally or emotionally prepared for that. Uh, we know that violent media can influence violent behavior or can encourage violent behavior. So, um, so you know, uh, from a scientific standpoint, I think there's ample evidence that there is a cause and effect. And speaking as a mother, you know, I, I look at this show and what I see is, you know, FX is trying to claim that this is a program that is for mature audiences only. But when I look at it, I see this is forbidden fruit. This is something that is featuring a 13-year-old character. It's animated. Um, it's taboo. Therefore, it is automatically going to be something that is attractive or appealing to kids, especially kids in those middle school and high school years when they're trying to, you know, sort of test the limits and figure out who they are and maybe um, interested in pushing the boundaries or breaking the rules a little bit. This is exactly up that alley, you know, of the, the, the kid who's trying to be a little bit rebellious or do something they know that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And it's so much easier to get this stuff because you can stream it on just about any digital instrument. Um, and, and so kids can kind of almost hide that they're watching something like this. Tim, you, in your press releases, you guys list um, the various things that some of these shows, um, one of the ones I'm thinking of is Euphoria, which is a, a show about high school aged characters. And it's touted by you know HBO as its youngest skewing drama series. So, so I want to move into some of the things that, that these programs that you're upset about, i.e. Little Demon and also Euphoria. You have a list of all of the things that they contain in these shows, which is unbelievable, truly. Like you lead the list with child rape. That's one of the things in these shows. And again, we're anesthetizing our culture to the fact that these things are abhorrent because we're normalizing them. So so can you tell me the list of things that are in these shows like Little Demon and Euphoria? Well, I want to be very mindful and respectful of your of your listening audience. I don't want to offend them. I don't want to perpetuate that which we're condemning. But in, 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 in summary, what we're talking about is full frontal nudity, um, especially with, with Euphoria, but also with little demon it's it's an animated character but it's still full frontal nudity of a of a, of a grown woman mm-hmm. um we have um uh, profanity um at, at rates that are multiple times every minute uh and it's the harshest form of profanity i would never even try to <laughs> rhyme them out uh on your radio show but but the harshest forms of profanity um, a character who who uh, is um, who who enjoys watching violent sexual acts. Um, I mean, we're talking about violence itself. We're talking about every single uh, concerning type of content a parent might have when it comes to uh, uh, their child being protected from that or shielded from it. Uh, this is what it, it it contains. And and what Melissa said is so important when you have a cartoon that features centers on the life of a 13 year old girl. It is, it is natural for a child to think that's meant for me. Yeah, yeah, and they've got crazy stuff like, like, um, not a, a grandma that's you know cut in half. That's I don't know if she's in hell or where she is. I mean, they just have just vulgar, explicit, um, violence promoting, um, you know, violent sex. I mean, just incredible stuff. I just can't even believe this. And I know, I know to some people, they can stereotype me as, as a, you know, a crazy mom who doesn't understand that we're growing as a culture. And I just think, really, do you really want your eight-year-old tuning into this and thinking these are the values they should have? So, so Melissa, what is the, the groundbreaking research that you guys tout from the, I want to get 
get the full, it's PTC, but not everybody knows what that means. Um, the, the Parents Television and Media Council has done groundbreaking research and you've looked at studies. Uh, what is that groundbreaking research that proves that this is a growing threat to, to, to harming our children and, and it's toxic? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, in the 25-plus years of the PTC's existence, we have tracked and monitored um, initially broadcast television, everything that aired during prime time, and then later expanding into cable and now expanding into streaming media. Um, so we have been able to, to track over time <laughs> what has happened uh, in our media culture. We, we have been able to document the fact that we are seeing more uh, – more frequent and also more explicit content um, being targeted to kids today than ever before in, in our history. Um, you know, you think back into the early 90s when the PTC started out, um, there was still the semblance of a family hour, that first hour of prime time, yeah. when content was generally uh, safe and suitable for families to sit down and watch together. Um, and now in this age of, of streaming media where there is no uh, regulatory authority, not from the Federal Communications Commission, and really not even advertisers holding content in check, um, so it's it's pretty much anything goes. And, and what we are also seeing is that um, the content from the streamers is now putting pressure on the cable networks to try to keep up. And so even though this series, um, Little Demon, airs on cable on FXX, which is a Disney-owned property, um, we are seeing content on this that, you know, even five years ago would have been unthinkable, unimaginable for advertiser-supported basic cable. Yeah. And and how and, and, and Tim, for the mom listening or the dad listening, how does this play out in a child's life? They I mean, they think, oh, big deal. It's just an animated show. It's not going to affect them. Um, how does it play out in a child's life if they are exposed to this kind of media on an ongoing basis? Well, the, the scientific academic research, and this is over decades, and it's it's nonpartisan. It's it's it, from the from the most esteemed organizations in the world when it comes to uh, research. Um, it, it shows that that what what kids consume is uh, an example for them. Even the most concerning parent who is trying to monitor what their children are watching and consuming, um, when a child sees this stuff, they think, well. Maybe my parents think differently, but this is how the rest of the world thinks. Mm -hmm. This is what the rest of the world believes, and I want to be like the rest of the world. And and maybe my parents are just uh, are just different. So so the, the research, you know, Melissa talked about it a little bit. It really does show just how uh, how much of an impact this has. And when you think about, you know, Melissa touched briefly on on advertisers supported basic cable. Uh, remember this that advertisers. Uh, spend billions, tens of billions of dollars every year to put their, their, their goods, their services on television in front of eyeballs, knowing that when people consume it, it alters their behavior. And is and it doesn't mean that every single person runs out and buys whatever is advertised, but it increases their sales because it, it um, markets and, and their products, their goods, their services. So they know they're spending billions of dollars knowing that, that what their 30-second commercial is going to impact the behavior. The ability to impact the behavior of the viewer doesn't stop when the commercial breaks over and the TV show comes on. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and, and violence gets perpetuated, and, and we've seen that that then is acted out. I mean, I think I blame the media for the fact that, that there's a huge rise in school shootings. Um, and, and a certain kind of sexual behavior gets perpetuated, and then that gets lived out. And, and it's <laughs> that's not a farce. It's proven by the research. You know, um, I, I'm wondering, I, I think of all these advertisers, and I want you to name them, that are behind shows like this. And I think, you know who they're, they're selling their products to? Mothers. They want mothers to buy their products, and, and mothers do. And, and yet they're giving those mothers' children this, this horrific content to consume that they're backing by advertising with these folks. So, so I, I, if, if you're allowed, I, and I think you are, could you expose some of these folks that are advertising with, with these kind of shows, this kind of programming? Tim? Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, one of our longstanding, most successful advocacy efforts uh, for decades is to to monitor what sponsors are of the t- different explicit programs that uh, that we're concerned about. When when the you know when you think about it, you, when you're watching a television show on uh, yes, yeah, so on cable or broadcast, you have the remote control in your hand. You think you're the consumer, but you're actually the product that an advertiser that the, the TV network is selling to an advertiser. Yeah. You, the viewer, are the product. You're not the consumer, and it's the it's the advertiser that's sponsoring it and makes the show possible with their dollars. If the, if advertisers will leave the show then the the show is no longer profitable and gets canceled and the, sh- the we have first targeted uh t-mobile t-mobile sponsored the show after the first week and they are now off the show oh uh, good then, for you we we then targeted burger king they were a sponsor the second week and now they are off the show uh then we spot then we, we saw that olive garden was sponsoring the show so we targeted olive garden with our outreach they are now off the show good for you and now and now we are targeting Sonic Drive-In. Sonic Drive-In ran several spots. I think Melissa has the actual count. It was like seven, eight, or nine spots in the last episode of, uh, of Little Demon. And so uh, we're targeting now uh, Sonic Drive-In. So we hope we would urge any of your listeners to, to talk, call Sonic Drive-In, go to Sonic and say, hey, I'm not going to shop here. I'm going to go across the street to Wendy's. Because uh, they sponsor family-friendly programming, and you sponsor toxic programming. Yeah, yeah, you sponsor Little Demon. They half of the, the most of the workers probably don't even know that. Um, I, we only have about four minutes left. So, so Melissa, you know, I, I can be outraged and I, and I can be, you know, spout vitriol about all this. But how does the mom and dad, how do the mom and dad listening today do something? H- how can they, um, without seeming, you know, fuddy-duddy, old-fashioned, how can, how can they enter into their child's life in this way? What can a mom and dad do besides doing something like going to Sonic and saying we're not, or by, you know, by not bringing their dollars to Sonic? What can a mom and dad listening today and, and very upset to hear about this kind of programming do? Well, I always say that it's very important um, that parents, as much as possible, monitor the media their kids are consuming. I mean, quite often that will mean limiting the number of um, television uh, sets in the house, uh, confining those television sets to family rooms or spaces where even if you're not able to stay there the whole time your child is watching TV, at least you're going to be walking through frequently so you can see what's on the screen. Same thing with computers. With same child. thing with computers. Yeah. Same thing with same thing with computers. Yeah, get them out of the bedrooms. Um, you know, it's 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 not ideal for mom and dad to be in one room watching their shows and while the kids are in another room watching uh, who knows what. And we know from survey data too that kids will often admit to watching programs they know that they're not supposed to be watching when they watch TV alone. So it is important to limit kids' access 
to uh, to content and to watch with your kids whenever possible. Um, and engaging conversations with your children um, to, to share your values, to share your concerns. Um, and I think just having an open conversation with your children about why you're concerned about this content is very conducive to helping them to understand uh, why it's problematic and, and, and what the risks are, what, what the potential spiritual cost is, you know, yeah. if they're engaging with this content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my husband is a school superintendent and principal and, and went through a school shooting and then did a bunch of research on how media, the consumption of violent video games, has impacted uh, or there's a correlative, um, you know, relationship between violent media and a child who does a school shooting. So so you could bring that up with your child and say, look, this, this stuff gets repeated if you watch it. Um, so so that's very important. Tim, um, if, if folks want to engage with you, support you, get, get, get your newsletters to find out more about all the programs that are out there that they should be you know, aware of, how do they engage with you? Yeah, the best way to, is to uh, sign up at our website uh, at parentstv.org, parentstv.org. Uh, you can sign up for our, our weekly e-alerts. Um, we want to help parents to be better parents. We want to provide them with information. We also want to provide them with an opportunity to speak up and speak out and push back on okay. those who produce and distribute this type of material. Yeah. Melissa and Tim, thank you for the work you do. It, it, sometimes I'm sure you feel like it's unseen, but 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 man, you're making a difference by, by getting these advertisers off these shows. And I know you've been around for a long time making an impact, but sometimes it must feel like you're pushing against a brick wall. So so God bless you guys. Thanks for all you're doing. Thank you so it's much. It's David and Goliath, but David, David won that fight. Didn't a- amen. Amen, Tim. So, so our thanks to both of you for being on Channel Mom. So Tim Winter, Melissa Henson from the Parents Television and Media Council, I hope you got something out of that today. I hope it made you more alert. I hope it prompts a conversation with your children and, um, you know, that you are now more protective of them. I mean, my, my kids are basically fully grown, but I'm, I still don't want them to watch this sort of stuff. Uh, this is the time in the show that I thank you for all you do uh, as a mother. I know that it must be overlooked or feel overlooked sometimes. I know you sacrifice, but you are making an impact on your children for, for eternity. And, and an impact on the world by the way in which you raise your kids. So thanks for the work you do. Remember to check us out for help that you may need or another mom you may uh, that you may know needs at channelmom.org. And I hope we can be a help to you. And tell everybody about the show. God bless you guys. Thanks so much for listening today. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.